God's word is simple, and its understanding brings light and fulfillment of purpose. Sit back and relax. As lead pastor of New Reality Christian Center, Pastor G.J. Ojo, brings you God's word with simplicity and clarity. Be blessed as you listen. See with meekness, the incredible word of God. And I am changed. I am transformed by the ministry of God's word. Hallelujah. I'm glad to meet with you again. Are you glad? Come on, celebrate the Lord of glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. I say you are coming out of this season greater, bigger, larger, higher, stronger, better. The power of the joss is as a shining light and it shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Glory to God. On Sunday I began to teach on a subject that I tried to teach us to pray. And Luke chapter 11 from verse 1. Luke and chapter 11. I believe you're going to be blessed tonight so tremendously. And your prayer life, your prayer culture will be changed forever. I want that you know that one of the best things you can master in this age as the coming of the Lord Jesus draws is the art of prayer. I said on Sunday that like Kennedy again said, to know how to pray is better than bagging a degree. Of course, he's not playing down on having an educational uh, enlightenment, you know, uh, being um, educated is not wrong. We've seen through the scriptures how that educated men were useful to God. Like Luke, the writer of the book of Luke, who was also the writer of the book of Acts, was a doctor. And then you talk about Apostle Paul, who was a doctor of the law. So you see, we are not talking about, you know, you playing down on Western light or education light. No, that's not what we're talking about. But we are saying there is a greater light. There is a greater light by which you can function. That means when this light comes, you know, it doesn't matter the limitation of other lights. You have a leverage over the limitation of other lights. Say a powerful amen. Hallelujah, somebody. You see, to know how to pray is something very powerful. I was telling you about how the Queen of Scotland said he was so afraid of the prayer of John Knox more than the military power of the whole Scotland. You know, it tells us how powerful prayer is. Because in prayer, the Bible says in James 5 and verse 16 that the prayer of a righteous man is effectual. He says, it availeth much. It's effectual. It availeth much. In other words, uh, Amplify says it makes tremendous power available which is dynamic in its working. So the prayer of a righteous man has a dynamic power. And this dynamic power can change anything. This dynamic power can do anything. This dynamic can, can bring a change. And I was telling you on Sunday how the prayer for a believer should be a position and not a reaction. Many of us wait to have a problem before we pray. You see, when people have problems, people will not go to church, people will spend time with God daily. When they have problems, they begin to jump from one mountain to the other. You know, a little wonder the four pray of false prophets. You see, but when you pray as a position, you pray as a commandment received from the Lord. You pray, the Bible says, 
pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse seventeen. The Bible says to continue instant in prayer. Even as the coming of the Lord is, we have to continue instant in prayer. Not just to continue in prayer, but to watch in prayer. To watch in prayer. And that's why the apostles, they said, we will give ourselves continually. You see, you have to give yourself to prayer. You have to give yourself to prayer. You see, it tells us that there is a deliberate, uh, there is a deliberate uh, effort in being a praying person. You have to give ourselves. You have to commit yourself. You have to sell yourself to prayer. You have to give ourselves. It says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer. We give ourselves. To, we surrender to prayer. Or I want to encourage surrender to prayer. Because praying is... Let me say something. There is nothing we are commanded to do as believers that are to God. I want to tell you. People say, oh, when you worship God, God, oh, you know, you have to worship God because when you, worship is the food of God. No, worship is not the food of God. <laughs> worship is not the food of God. I say it again. Worship is not the food of God. That is a Yorubalized gospel. God doesn't eat worship. Worship changes us. It doesn't change him. When you go to Romans chapter 1, the Bible says because they refuse to give glory to God, it says their mind are darkened. You know what? When we worship God, God is magnified in our mind and then we are able to, to walk in that exaltation of God above the circumstances of life. That's why we worship. When we worship, God is revealed. God is exalted in our mind. That's why we worship. Worship doesn't make God better God or greater God. By the way, when we're worshipping Him, we're not telling Him something new about Him. We're telling Him, we're speaking of who He is. You know, how that is good. Alright, when we tell Him He is good, He's not going to become good. And some people feel that when you begin to worship God and say you are good, and then God will be good in your life. No, God has been good before your worship. I think I'm talking about it. And so also is prayer. Prayer doesn't affect God. Prayer affects you. Alright, the essence of prayer is for us so that our life can be changed and transformed and we can be aligned into God's cancer. So let's go back to Luke chapter 11. It's and it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, they've seen miracles, they've seen signs and wonders, they've seen the response of prayer, they've seen things happen because of prayer. So one of the disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples to pray. I feel there's a lot to learn about John. Even the Bible tells us about John, that he didn't perform any signs and wonders. Yeah. If you go to John chapter, I think John chapter 10 verse 41, he says, listen, John never performed any signs and wonders, but everything that he said about Jesus came to pass. How did John walk in accuracy and precision? How did he design the counsel of the Father so much so that he could describe Jesus? And everything he said about Jesus came to pass. He was a man of prayer. He was a man of prayer. And I can tell you, I'm going to say that later as we continue this teaching. Not today, but maybe in, this, uh, in, in the other session of this uh, series of this teaching. You know, that prayer, what makes uh, a man of prayer is a man of revelation. A man of prayer is a man of precision and accuracy. You can never find a man who is accurate in God's cancer for his life that is not a praying person. That man has a, has, a, has a place called an altar, a place of prayer, a place of koinonia, a place of covenant, a place of fellowship. And I tell you as believers, the days have come that for you to make advancement as a believer, you've got to be a praying person. For you to be a person of influence in the spirit, you've got to be a praying person. For you to be a person of great control and dominion in the spirit, you've got to be a praying person. Prayer is no longer an option. Prayer is a, is, 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 is a commandment to obey. 
It's not an option. You don't have an option not to pray. Because the danger of not praying, <laughs> you know, it's just like when God said, I've said before you live and death, choose life. I mean, death is not a choice. Because if, if, you, if you choose death, that's the last choice you will make. But when you choose life, you can make other choices later. So that is not an option. No praying is not an option. Glory to God. Look at it. It says in verse 2, And it said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Do you know, heaven I want to say today, in a short time, is from that phrase, Say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Just that phrase, Say, Our Father, which art in heaven. Now, the first thing there, is that prayer has to do with what you say. You don't think prayer. You say prayer. You say prayer. I found people who they say, you know, I'm just thinking prayer. Just a, mm, and then they say, I'm thinking prayer. You see, God is in my heart. He can see my heart. You know, you know uh, I'm just thinking it. No. You pray prayer. You say prayer. Prayer are said. Prayer are not thoughts. Am I making sense to you? You know, it's not a thinking. It's not a thought. It's not like, mm, they just fold their hands and say, one minute silence of prayer. There's nothing like one minute silence of prayer. There's no, you know, you could whisper, whisper prayer. You could say it quietly. But to one minute, and when we're in secondary school, <laughs> when we're in body now, you know, uh, or uh, was it primary school now? Is it, and we sing that song, uh, we are praying, we are praying, close your eyes, close your eyes, put your hands together, put your hands together, say your prayer. Look at you, say your prayer. Can you say one minute silence of prayer? How confusing is that? How do you say something <laughs> in silence? So you say a lot of people And what it means was they were to say a prayer by not opening their mouth but in their mind. They were to think a prayer. No, you've got to say. He says, when you pray, say. Say. And it is very, very crucial. When you understand that praying has to do with saying, then you will know that there is a place, there is a role of saying after prayer that affects your prayer. Am I making sense to you? When you understand that in prayer you say something, then you are capable of what you say after you are, you are done praying. When you understand that in prayer you are not just thinking, you are saying something, then you are capable of what you are saying after you pray. Some people say something in prayer, and after prayer they say unbelief. They say things that are not inconsistency, I mean inconsistent rather, with what they have said in prayer. I mean, you've just prayed about finances and Lord, I, I believe you for supply. I believe you for supply. And after you're done praying for supply, then someone asks you about the supply you've just, you know, really expected from the Lord. And say, I don't even know what is happening in my life now. You know, the economy is just working against me. Look at you. You've just said something in prayer and now you're saying another thing. You see, you're not concerned with what you're saying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saying, saying. Let me ask you, ask yourself, where are you? What have I been saying? What have I been saying? I know what I will say. You know, David said, the psalmist said, I will say of the Lord. He's my refuge and my fortress. In him will I trust. That's what I'm saying. Even when there seems not to be money in my pocket, I will never call myself a poor man. I'm not part of the masses. The masses are looking forward, looking up to me to bless them. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm a poor man. Uh, you know, the Bible says, um, blessed is the man that, that gives unto the poor. They say, why are you not the one that gives to the poor? Why are you the poor? Why, why must you play the role of the poor in that scripture? 
Why must you play the role of the poor and not the one who gives to the poor? What are you saying? You are done praying the Holy Ghost. Praying, speaking in tongues. You've got a power. You know what the Bible says when you speak in other tongues. And then you go just after you are done praying in tongues. And then you speak words of weakness. How powerless you have become. Oh, come on now. If you are a praying person, you are speaking. That's why even when you pray in tongues, you do not think tongue. You speak in other tongues. You see, you don't think tongue. You see, say, he that speaketh in another tongue, speaketh not unto man, but unto God. First John chapter 14, verse 2. Alright, there is a speaking. You'll be shocked how many people think prayer. They wake up early in the morning and they just lie down on their bed. And they are, th- they are thinking. They are thinking. And while they are thinking, it comes to them, hey, I have to be at office, by, at work, by 8 a.m. And they say, ah, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. you see? And they lay down there, as they are thinking, they are dozing off. After one hour of dozing, thinking, thinking, dozing, they stand up and say, Hallelujah! God sees my heart. God sees my heart. God sees your heart before you have a need. God sees your heart before you... You know, the Bible says, your father knows what which you have a need of. Then why are you praying? It's not about the seeing of your heart. It's about the expression of your faith. And faith has to be audible for it to be effective. And that's why we pray. So when we are praying, saying, we're expressing our faith in God. We're expressing our faith in the one who is able to meet our needs. Am I making sense to you right now? So when you pray, say. Say. Don't think prayer. When you want to pray, you know, stand up on you. And you don't discover something. You can't be praying, saying, and be dozing at the same time. I tell you. At midnight when we are praying, and then you are like, you are, you are, you are muttering words. Underneath your breath, you can see those. And that's good. You can mutter what, you know, maybe you are traveling in the bus. Alright, but you know you are praying. And say, well, Pastor, you are wrong. What about Hannah? Hannah was not saying something. You are lying. Hannah was saying something. Her mouth was moving. I mean, there was something she was saying. She was just saying it under her breath. And the priest who observed that she wasn't, he wasn't hearing her was far away. There was a forming of war through the use of the mouth. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? You want to pray at night? You stand up on your feet. You start speaking. Let God talk, show, go, poke. By the time you do that for three, four, five minutes, listen to me. The Holy Ghost will get hook of your spirit. And there will be a release of energy to pray. So glory to God. And I told you on Sunday, I said at times, I, I just told myself, I'm going to have four hours vigil today. Three hours vigil. And I, I start, and then I'm yearning. Oh, five minutes. Yeah, blah, blah. I get to a point, ten minutes, and I'm like, ah, God, what happened? What happened? The Holy Ghost got hooked of my spirit. Now I'm, I'm praying by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Can you just pray right now? Speak in other tongues. Are you saying something? I said, are you saying something? Glory to God, hallelujah. Amen and amen. Look at it. When you pray, say, say, I say. Say it again, I say. It says, when you pray, say, our Father 
which are in heaven. The second point I want to share to you is that when you are praying, you are focusing on your Father who is in heaven. Paradventure, your heavenly Father cannot meet your need. Turn to your heavenly Father. That's what it means. Paradventure, you have a need that is bigger than your earthly, father, uh, earthly Father's capacity. Turn to your heavenly Father. Don't let the weakness, the limitation of your earthly father limit your destiny. Just because your father could not say, you know, get your school fees doesn't mean that your school fees cannot be paid. No. And then you see here, our father which are in heaven. What does that mean? It means that your direction of the expectation of your heart is formed from the earthly to the heavenly. Am I making sense to you right now? In prayer, we are transacting with heavenly resources. Pastor, what is there in heaven that I'm transacting with? Oh, glory to God. I say glory to God. Ephesians chapter 1, number 3. He says, He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So as I begin to pray, I am transacting with heavenly resources. Glory to God. I am transacting with the power of God. You know the Bible says, My God shall supply all your needs. According to riches in glory by Christ Jesus. There are riches in glory. Amen, somebody. I said there are riches in glory. So you are transacting. So I say, well, this need, pastor, the economic situation, no, 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 you have a father in the heavenly places. I need that from above, is above all. You have a father in heavenly places. I say you have a father in heavenly places. Praying to the father in heavenly places. So is the source of sustaining the Father. Alright? Your earthly Father can provide this. And the word Father is powerful. It means Patar, Greek word Patar, which source and sustainer. What does that mean? If you look at what could source a supply on earth and it's limited, your job cannot source for that need. Your family cannot source for that need. Your friend cannot source for that need. Turn to the Father. There is a greater source in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. And that's what prayer does. Prayer means that we, prayer helps us to submit to the fact that we recognize source as the ultimate source. God rather, we recognize God as the ultimate source. That's my Prayer is a posture of the meek. Prayer is a posture of the, of the say after me, prayer, prayer. is a posture of the meek. Say one more time, prayer. Is the posture of the meek. Look at it again. It says, when you pray, say, Our Father, which are in heaven, Our Father, which are in heaven, notice how that statement was phrased. When you are saying, Our Father, which are in heaven, what does that mean? It means you no longer need an intermediary. Between you and the Father. You can call to the Father yourself. That means you can speak to Him yourself. You can talk to God yourself. Some people don't have confidence in their prayer. Why? Because they feel that they can't talk to God. You can talk to God. You can speak to God. You don't need an intermediary. 
You can speak to the Father yourself. And listen to me. When you speak to the Father, oh boy, glory to God. He will hear you. He says, call upon me and I will answer you. He didn't say, I will think about it. He already told you before you call, what you should expect. You see, the end of prayer is guaranteed before prayer. Are you getting me? The end of prayer is guaranteed before prayer. That means prayer already guarantees result before you start praying. I mean, <laughs> glory to God. You know, when a, a student begins uh, is a course in a, in a, in a school of um, learning, learning a course or whatever, you know, he, has, he cannot guarantee what grade he will come out with. Because many factors are involved. But for you, there is, a, there is, a, there is an assurance. Before you pray at all, you are sure that the answer is coming. Aren't you, aren't you glad? So, I put my faith in the word of God. I says, when I call, I will answer. By calling. That's okay. I didn't know if God will answer me. That's an insult. God says to call, I will answer you. And you say, I didn't know if God will answer me. He will, because it is will for him to answer you. So you no longer need an intermediary for you to pray. You don't. John chapter 16. And verse 23. John chapter 16 and verse 23. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Very, very, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Now, I want you to pay attention to verse 26 quickly. Look at verse 26. At that day ye shall ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. You know, before now, anytime they needed something, they go, go to Jesus. And say, Jesus, we need to pay tax. Jesus, we need to eat. There are people around us and all that. Why did they go to Jesus? Jesus was the Father with us. God with us. Now he was going to ascend to heaven. He says, listen, I'm going to heaven there. I'm not going there to go and start praying for, the, praying for you before the Father. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, the, the New Testament ministry of Jesus is that he's prayed for us at the right hand of the Father. Uh, I'm sorry if you're offended, but that's not true. That's not true. Because if he's praying for us, I guess his prayer has not been answered. Or his prayers are not being answered. But I know that Jesus always has answers to prayer. Because when Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus in John 11, he said, Father, I thank you before you, because you always hear me. So he always has us to pray us. So because some people say, yeah, uh, Father, Jesus, pray for your son. Pray for your son. Pray for your son. And all of that. Listen, that's the way of trying to push away your responsibility. Prayer is a call to believers. If I, as a matter of fact, men are the only being created to pray. Angels don't pray. Angels worship, but they don't pray. Oh. You can, angels worship, but they don't pray. You will never find in a place where angels are praying. They don't pray. Men are the one created to pray. He says, oh boy. Look at Luke chapter 18, verse 1. He says, men ought to pray. Men. Men ought to pray. It is men that pray. 
say, angels are praying for you. You know, some people say, the dead are praying for you. Some even people pray, you know, I'm sorry if you're offended. Yeah, they pray to and supposedly intercessor to pray to Jesus for them. Number one, two arrows. Number one, that intercessor shouldn't be praying to you, should be praying to the Father. Number two, God already said, I don't want a third party. Can we flow together? Number three, that being is a dead being. Awaiting resurrection. And yet we say, only this, I don't want to mention name, I don't want to mention name, I don't want... Only this, only that, pray for us, mother of that, mother of this, and uh, 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 talk to your son for us, so that he can listen to you. <laughs> uh, praise God. He said the power of a mother, he can influence his son. So when you pray through the mother, the, so he said the great comforter there is the mother, is the mother. You are wrong, beloved. God doesn't want an intermediary. That, that's why the veil was broken. The veil was torn. The woman said, in the name of Jesus. At that instant, you are here having the audience of the Father. Listen, listen. There is no secretary trying to pick up the phone and say, Oh, hello. Hello, who is calling there? You are calling from Nigeria? No, 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 no. The Father is busy now. Uh, tell me what you are. We deliver your message. No. You see, when it comes to prayer, God does not delegate his responsibility. When it comes to hearing you, that's what I'm trying to say. He can send angels to respond to you, to deliver the answers and all that. But to hear you, God doesn't delegate our resources. He hears immediately. He hears, he acts immediately. Angels are only involved. At the instant, the father says, yes, my son has asked for this and asked for that. Now it is time to do this and do that for her. Not to say, angels, hear that and come and tell me. No! We speak to the father. Our prayers are directed to the father. In your mind. It is like the angels are now... <laughs> no, it's not like that, beloved. When the angels are involved, they are involved because they were sent to minister for the hands of salvation. Salvation. Are we together right now? They are sent to minister for the hair. If I get him, he say hi. Glory to God. Thank God there is no intermediary. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a pastor. Oh, yes, I'm a pastor. But listen, I'm not called to be an intermediary between you and God. That's not my calling. And I have an anointing of God to minister a dimension of God. And listen to me. There is an anointing upon ministry gifts to minister a dimension of God that if you exclude them in your life, you will miss that dimension. However, in our day-to-day fellowship with God, you do not need the permission of your pastor to talk to God. We can motivate you. We can tear your heart up. We can show you the way. That was what that woman, you remember that possessed woman in Acts of Assistant? He said, these are only men of God. Who show us the way of salvation? That's our assignment. To show men the way of salvation. We are not the salvation. When we show you that is God, then we are telling you, walk to Him and pray yourself. Talk to Him yourself. He wants to hear you pray. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Glory to God. Thanks be to God, I can lift up my hands. And worship him. That's why, listen to me. Even if peradventure you feel you have messed up at once, you don't need a man to go and confess to that man to have forgiveness. Right then, in the middle of your room, listen to me. All you have to acknowledge and say, Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed for me. You don't need to go to one church and say, I've come for a season of confession. No, there is no such thing like that. There is no intermediary any longer. If you tell us, it's because there's a need so that we can help you. 
At times it's good. When there's a mess somewhere, you get involved with your ministers, you know, your ministry gift, so that they can help you. Because sin grows in secrecy. That is okay. Not to ask forgiveness. No. But to be helped. Hallelujah. So when you pray, say, Her Father, which art in heaven, there is no intermediary. Excess, access, ex- express, way to the Father. Express, way to the Father. Amen. Lift your hands and say, Father, Father. Father. Wow. You remember I read that scripture to us two weeks ago from Galatians chapter 4. Excuse me. Let's read quickly. Galatians chapter 4. Oh, my, 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 my. Verse. Verse 6. The message transition. It says you can tell for sure. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6. It says you can tell for sure that you are now fully adopted as his own children because God sent the spirit of his son into our lives crying out, Papa, Father. There is a cry out to the Father. Why? There's no intermediary. There's no limits. Right there you can pray to change things. You can pray to cause a change in your life. If you are getting me, say hi. Amen. I said amen. amen. Are you getting blessed? Go back to Luke chapter 11. And this morning, I mean this evening, we're going to spend some time praying before I finish. Don't you feel like praying already? Luke chapter 11 verse 2. And he said unto him, When you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven. When you are praying to the Father, it means you are asking as a son. You are asking, says your pastor, what about me asking as a daughter? You see, the things of the spirit does not talk about gender. There's not a male and female here. You are a son. Whether you have a female body or a male body, you are a son. Shout that I'm a son. Yeah. Yeah. And why do you have to pray with the mentality of a son? Because everything the father has belongs to the son. Yes, sir. Everything the father has belongs to the son. Yes, Jesus said that in John chapter 16 and verse 13. John chapter 16. Rosokoto. He says, I'll be when the spirit of truth is come. Verse 13. John 6, 16, 13. He says, I'll be when the spirit of truth is come. He will guide into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you of things to come. Look at verse, verse 15. Let me jump to verse 16. He says, all things that the Father has are mine. Talking about the Son. Everything the Father has. The heaven belongs to him. Everything. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. You have to be a son to have a legal access to use whatever belongs to the father. Because everything that belongs to the father belongs to the son. I mean the model son. Call Jesus. The model son. Call Jesus. He belongs to him. The model son. Call Jesus. Everything. The dominion belongs to him. The power belongs to him. The angels were created for him. Let me show you scripture. Colossians chapter 1. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. I feel the teaching grace there. Hey, glory to God. Are you getting blessed at all? Let me sound verse 13 so I can understand the thought. It says, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So he was talking about the dear son now. 
in whom, that's the Son, in the Son, in other words, in whom we have redemption through His blood, that's Jesus, that's the Son of God, you know, who was crucified for us. Even the forgiveness of sin, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by Him were all things created that are in heaven. Are you getting what I'm talking about? All things, all things, I say all things. By Him all things created that are in heaven, that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominion or principalities or power, all things were created by Him and for Him. So listen, if you are going to engage powers, principalities, dominion, thrones, angels, by the forces of power, you have to pray as a son. That's the only reason you can have a legal access to these things, because all things were created for Him, by Him and for Him. So when it says, our father, wow, so if his father is now my father, you remember in John 20, after he was raised from the dead, and he appeared, and Mary wanted to hug him and hold him, he says, hey, don't touch me, he said, because I have not ascended to the father, he says, now I ascended to the father, to my father and your father, to my God and your God, before, when he was dying on the cross, he didn't say, our God, our God. He said, Eloi, Eloi, Naman, Sabachthani. My God, my God, my God. When he was raised from the dead, glory to God. He didn't say, my God, anyway. He said, our God. He didn't say, my God. He said, our God. What does that mean? But the fact of redemption, whatever Jesus was to the Father, now we have to the Father. Whatever the Father is to Jesus, now he is to us. So say amen to that. So now when we pray and we say our Father, we have switched into that realm of sonship and take advantage of what sonship has privilege of. Say amen, somebody. Are you getting me now? When you pray, you pray as a son. Look at, when you, when you go to Luke chapter 11, let me, let me show you something. Oh, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Somebody's prayer life is turning around. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Are you getting me? In Luke 11 and verse 11, you will see two things there. Two major relationships there. Two personalities there. 11 is a son shall ask the bread of any of you that is a mother. A what? You see? If you ask as a father, you must be a son. I mean, if you ask your father, if you are asking the father, then you must have been a son to ask the father. You see? He was in the same thought. He was talking about prayer. He said, if a son shall ask of any of you that is a father, why will a son ask the father? He knows where all things come from. From the father. That's where everything comes from. So when you ask and say, Father, you have registered your consciousness to agree with the fact that you are his son. Now, that is very deep. I say that is very deep. Because what that means is, the moment you call him a father, just like Jesus can say, all that the father has belongs to me. You have come to a place to stay, I mean to say rather, that all the father has belongs to you. No wonder, no wonder John was writing in First John chapter 3 and verse 1. He says, Beloved, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we might be called the sons of God. Now are we the sons of God. You know why? It takes love to say, everything that belongs to me belongs to you. It takes love. Now if a woman, you're married to a man, who claims he loves you, but he hides things from you. You don't have access to the khaki, to his food. 
to his wallet. He has his own special room. When he wants to see you, he looks and says, yes, what do you want? Is that love? Perfect love cast out fear. You know what that means? In love, there is free access. That's what love means. It's a perfect love cast out fear. He says, he says because as he is, so are we in this one. So also we have boldness in the day of judgment. To face him. That means, there is a love that gives you boldness to say, say Father, yes, I served you. That love can be so perpetrated in your spirit, you say, yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, never again you go in the place of prayer and you look down. Look up with your hands lifted up. Pastor, what if I'm not good enough? Love has covered you up. I tell you. Because that's why he asked you to call me the name of his son. He's telling you, therefore, listen, listen, listen. My son doesn't have to beg me for me to pay his school fees. My son doesn't have to beg for me to, to give him breakfast. Let me tell you something. There's a difference between the father's relationship biologically and spiritually. Let me tell you. Now, I have a son. He's three years old now. By the time he gets to an age, a particular age, he'll be free to live on his own. Buy whatever he wants. Build whatever house he wants. Marry his wife. Feed himself. You know? Name his children. And all of that. That means he's now independent. No. Biologically, sonship matures more with independence. Spiritually, sonship matures more with dependency. Are you getting me? As he matures... If it's time for him to go and settle down, and I don't allow him, then he begins to call to question the love I have for him. But for you as a believer, the more you mature, if you ask for anything and I'm denying you, and you ask the father, and he appears I'm denying you, you should call question, did this man really love me? What does that tell you? The more, oh glory to God. The more you grow, you grow rather. The more you grow rather, the more you depend on the love of God. Prayer is interacting with the love of God. It's interacting with the love of God. Interacting with the love of God. When you pray, say, Our Father, who art in heaven. Now we understand why they say we should pray in the name of Jesus. And now some people say, Well, Pastor, you know, I've been praying in the name of Jesus, nothing is happening. I bet it with you, you have not been praying in the name of Jesus. No, Pastor, you can't tell me. Were you there when I used to pray? I tell you, I mentioned it two times before I start praying, and then three times after I have not prayed. I shout, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and then I start praying. I mean, I mean if you go to prayer mountains, you know people who shout Jesus alphabetically, pronounce it as it sounds in English, but who didn't pray, about, pray like Jesus. How do you pray that kind of prayer in the name of Jesus? No. You don't pray such prayer in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus is not putting your desire and expression in between the name of Jesus. That is in Jesus' name, then you put expectation and then you close it in Jesus' name. No. No. 
As a matter of fact, if you read the gospel very just said, I came to manifest your name. You know what? Everything just asked for, he asked in the name of the Father. Yet, there was no time, just say, in the name of the Father, Lazarus, comfort. He never did that. I can tell you. Now, this will shock you. This will shock you. I said, this will shock you. That you can pray hmm. 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 without mentioning J-E-S-U-S. And you are praying in the name of Jesus. Meanwhile, you can pray, mention Jesus in every 10 seconds. And you are not praying in the name of Jesus. And say, Father Jesus. Oh Lord, Father Jesus. Oh, oh Lord, Father Jesus. You know, we've been so religious about this thing. And I feel that you should mention the name of Jesus. I feel it's good. Because it brings, it, it stirs up your consciousness. But I, don't, I know from the Bible that it is not the mentioning. And we the pastor, even the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every issue, but the Bible never said that. The Bible didn't say at the mention, it said at the name of Jesus. It didn't say at the mention. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. No, we don't mention it to make it happen. Oh. You don't. It's not the mentioning. Should we mention? Oh, why not? Is it about the mentioning? No. There is more to it. What is it? Consciousness. Awareness. When it says to ask in the name of Jesus, he's telling you, listen to me, you are now a son as much as I am. Now in our class, customs, our name is Jesus. The, are you getting what I'm talking about now? You have come into my class. This class, the name of this class is Jesus. Wherever we stand and ask in Jesus' name, He's acting as a son and must be given because he's a son. He's talking to he's talking about you asking with the conscience of a son. Oh, are you getting what I'm talking about here? That's what he's saying. Don't are you see people asking in the name of Jesus but praying as a slave. You know, in Jesus' name. Oluwa. Let me interpret. Shout the name of Jesus three times. Say, oh, God. Don't let my head lose God. No. May I be There are some. Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm talking about? The idea of being unfortunate is not available in the resources of God. I'm saying to you, Jesus said, all that belongs to the Father belongs to me. In the context of the, what belongs to the Father, there is something like unfortunate there. You couldn't have been praying with that language. Are you listening to me at all? It's never, it's never a consideration. It shouldn't be a concession to the point that you are now cons- you are praying about it. Oh. Oh. Let me show you a scripture. Colossians. Chapter 3. Are you ready to pray? You are not sounding like it. Oh, my, 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 my. 
And whatever you do in word, verse 17, Colossians 3, 17. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Okay. Whatever I do, uh, I should do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay. So, I want to eat now. I eat in Jesus' name. I want to poo. As I go to the toilet, I, say, I poo in Jesus' name. Because whatever, whatsoever you do in words, I greet you in Jesus' name. The different thing is, is I chop knuckle in Jesus' name. And then you are angry, I slap you in Jesus' name. You see? But thank God for New Earth Translation that build us out. You want to see what they say? They say, NLT, New Religion Translation, look at what it says. And whatever you do or say, let it be as a representative of the Lord Jesus. Did you see that? Because now you are a son. You are a son. Let me share this with you. If my wife and I have a joint account, and we have an ATM card, we share the same pin to that one account. Right? If we have a check, she has his own signature. I have my own signature. She can either sign or I sign. What does that mean? When she goes to withdraw money, she withdraws money with as much authority and confidence like I would have gone to withdraw money. She's going there like she's representing me. Yet, what she's collecting is for herself. You know what? The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 16, it says, we have the hairs of God and joint hair with Christ. Now we have a joint account with the Father. The way Jesus will withdraw and he will be able to withdraw. You can go the same way and command a withdrawal. Hey, are you getting what I'm talking about here? And when we do it in the name of Jesus, that is our signature. Come on now. Glory to God. Glory to God. So when you ask in the name of Jesus, you are asking as a son. Asking as a son. That's the name of the sons. That's the name of the sons. Look at Peter. At the beautiful gate. He says, silver and gold. I have not, but such as I have, I give unto you. You have it. You have a name. I say you have a name. You have a name. You have a name. Some people who are casting out devils, they see that it's the number of times they mention the name of Jesus that the devil will go out. No, you go as a representative of Jesus. The same authority that was his, or that, is his, that belongs to him, that now belongs to you. You speak with the tone of Jesus. Come on now. The tone. There's a tone of authority, you know. You speak with the tone of Jesus. You talk to that situation. And then you have a change. Now lift your hands and begin to bless him. I want us to spend some couple of minutes, about 10 minutes to pray in the Holy Ghost. Jaka Baba Bakateke Oh, Master, I give you praise. 
Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues tonight. Spiriketo sokarabakatis. Oh, mama, 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 Are people praying the name of Jesus with so much confidence and protest? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Pray the Holy Ghost, pray the Holy Ghost. Oh, Shapa Babaya. Every time you pray at the sun, you always have an answer. You always have an answer. You always have an answer. You will always have an answer. Take the church to go. Jaka ba 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 Ra ba 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 
Are there sons in the house who are praying tonight? Are there sons in the house who are praying tonight? Oh, Rabababa, oh, Now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now I want us to do something very practical. In three minutes, and I want you to ask like a son, who knows that all that belongs to the Father belongs to him? You know, so I say, Pastor, if all that belongs to the Father belongs to me, why do I have? That is good. Remember the story of the prodigal son. You know, the younger one came, he looked up the 15 and said, Father, give all that belongs to me to me and let me go. And then he went and went to spend and lavish all of these on women and wasted all of the resources. And there was, there was the elder brother. And um, he was there, you know, with the father, loyal to the father. Now, the younger brother came back and he discovered, I mean, and the elder brother discovered that when coming back, he was received joyfully and was celebrated. And then he cried to the father and said, Father, all my days have been serving you. He said, you have not even said, take this smallest kid. You know, that I may play with my friend. The father said, little guy, all that belongs to me is yours. The challenge that you never have. James said, he said, you have not because you did not ask. The challenge is not that it doesn't belong. You have to understand this. Prayer doesn't bring you into possession. Prayer brings you to access. You are saved by prayer. You don't possess by prayer. You see, redemption gave you that possession. Or like it gave you the, the reason, the legal reason why you hold it. But in prayer, you express it to utilize, to use, to assess what belongs to you. You're not trying to have that prayer. I mean, have that baby. You're not trying to have that husband. You're not trying to have that breakthrough. You're not trying to have that healing. They all belongs to you already. What you are doing as you are praying is that you're expressing your faith through what you are saying. And as you are doing that, glory to God. I say glory to God. You are assessing all that belongs to you. Glory to God. Can you in two minutes assess what belongs to you? As a son. Say, Father, I know. I know that this belongs to me. And now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now understand beyond that mention of that name. You are talking as a son. You are saying now as a son I ask.
I just want to agree with you this morning. This afternoon. Or this evening rather. That which you're asking for. That which you're asking for will happen for you. Wherever you are, lift your hands, your holy hands. Father, let there be a supply of the Spirit for every man and every woman according to their various desires. And let them return with a testimony. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. I believe you've been mightily blessed today. Glory to the Lord Jesus. We believe you have been blessed and transformed by the word. Be a doer of the word by acting on what you've just heard. For more information, you can reach us on plus 234-806-424-8108. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New Reality CC and on Facebook at New Reality Christian Center at Doi Stay in the finished works of Christ.